Welcome to episode 159 Cigar Hustler Podcast. Yeah, man. What a day. What, what a day. day. Nice. Well, let's get through the business. Yes, and go you ahead. Can, uh, Deliver. You, you can tell your Let story. Let them know. Today's show brought to you by the Octador by Case Elegance. The team at Case Elegance has spent years meticulously crafting this humidor to be their largest and best yet, fitting up to 100 cigars. Stilog humidor features a striking octagon silhouette, posh black piano finish, glass top, Turn that all the way down. Uh, there we go. Glass top, front digital hydrometer, accessory storage drawer, Spanish cedar, magnetic enclosure, and the patent pending hydro system. Mm. Case Elegance has undergone nice. extensive research, testing, and customer feedback to solve every shortcoming commonly experienced with other humanoids. Clearly recessed into the base is the included patent pending hydro system, an accurate and low maintenance cigar humidification system that makes dialing in and maintaining your humidor easy. Mm -hmm. Casey Elegance has integrated a front facing digital hydrometer, offering you peace of mind that your sticks are kept to your desired humidity. Probably store your lighter, cigar cutter, and travel case in the large bottom accessory storage drawer. The stunning Octagore is finished in lacquered black piano with a slight undertone of black wood grain. Yes. The solid metal hardware mirrors the octagonal shape and comes in a modern space gray finish. The Octador by Case Elegance is one of the highest rated and most comprehensive cigar humidors on the market. <laughs> a striking shape, beautiful finishes, and thoughtful engineering makes this a must-have for any aficionado. Go to CaseElegance.com for more information and purchasing. Nice. I, you know, I hope that he has, like, nightmares and he wakes up in the night and he's like, Octador! No! No, 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 no. no. It's a wonderful starts, product. Or he starts rattling it off, you know. It would be a dream about the Octador, not a nightmare, Mike. I don't, I didn't, oh, did I say nightmare? I think you said I just wake up in the middle of the night. Oh. Yeah, but hey, you know, what the fuck do I know? Listen to it. So in, we're not going to smoke. Introduce our guest. Oh, we have a guest? We have a guest. We have a guest, have a guest Mr. John Oliva of Arturo Fuente Cigars. Thanks for having me out, guys. Yeah. It's and, uh, and second appearance. It's round three two. more. Yeah. You get a sport coat. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you're on your way. We could probably get one that fits him. Large. <laughs> yeah, that'd be no issue. We just use the same one. Or yeah, it's, oh, it's, a, it's, the, it's brand new, just for you. We got all First matching time. ones. So, yeah, you know. yeah. yeah, yeah they the all master's match. jacket. Yeah, exa oh, that's exactly. That was the approach. That's, that was, that's what, that was our thought. So, we're not going to smoke these today because we're not going to do the Patreon right after the show, but. Just to shoot this out there, it looks like we're going to be doing, uh-oh, the yes. Reserva Real Nicaragua. Yes, uh, supposedly that's Julietas. number one on Cigar and Spirits magazine. This one might have a crack, Mike. I don't know. Blame the, blame the rep, not me. Yeah, I don't know. You get that one. Oh, no sure. one respects your reviews anyway. So. <laughs> that's true. Nobody does anyway. So yeah, so we'll we'll have to light that up um, probably tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Getting so, a late start today. Yeah, well, it's been it's been a bit of a day. It's been a bit of a day. We'll get this out of the way now. Uh, had it, it, my dog died today. Yes. <laughs> Tough one. Sorry, I don't have it's any no, sound effects. No fun. It's no, no fun. No sound effect that goes with that at yeah. all. Yeah. You know what? Like, the really kind of twisted and evil fucked up of part of all of this is that, like, everyone that I love or care about has to die in February. I don't know why. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah. The fucking dog held out till February 1. And here we are. Here you are. You know, um, dad's passing, grandparents passing, the whole gamut. February is the worst fucking month. Don't love me for about 30 more years at least, please. Yeah. So I just want you to know, oh. if I care and I love about you, you, you know, you Great, got- I'm dying in February. You have 28 more days <laughs> to survive. So if I make it through the month of February, I'm good till next year. You got another year. Yeah. Oh, easy. Perfect. Easy. I'm going to go home and sit in like a bubble-filled room or something. That's if I love and care about you, Michael. I figured you love and of care about Of course I love you. However, I will say this. Yes. Um, I saw that uh, another 
close friend of yours is having a child. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. And you threw the grandpa and Gigi extend their love, and now I feel cheated. Why? I can't be grandpa for more than one child? No, no, no. What if, it was, what if it my was, own children start having children? Was, well, then that's totally different. That's totally different. I accept those terms. That's fine. But now you're just kind of doling it out like it's like no, it's. Oh, he's like our adopted Puerto Rican son. Yeah, I understand. I it's get been it. For years, you could have just said, "Hey, congratulations." And I, got a, I got advanced uh, notice. Mm-hmm. The other day, actually, I got a I got an ultrasound video from him. Oh, well, yes. Congratulations, Oscar. Oscar yes. and his lovely wife yeah. are having a baby. Yes, true estate. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about that. Don't worry, none of them listen. You suspect? I'll tell you. Well, hey, we almost they we, we I had nothing to do with it. You know, Trust back me. in back in the day, they were going out doing asking podcast stuff, trying to get advertising. We were going to fuck with them. Well, they reached they out to us, us like, "We want cash. How much cash are you going to give us?" And they never well, got. Yeah, that was we asked how much. They How never, much are you willing to pay? They never got back to us. <laughs> <laughs> but they picked up. How about that cigar? Yeah, uh, cigar prop. Uh, somebody else too. Yeah, they, everybody. I, I want to pull all that money for here. They probably, yeah, or they they could have just gave them like cigars or something. Who knows? Oh, it could be. I don't know. Hunt's doing How About That Cigar tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this will go up tomorrow, so it'll be too late, but Mr. Hunt from FQ is doing How About That Cigar. Mm, we'll have to troll a little bit. Oh, I am. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to ask about the sauce. So, do you want to hear about my gym debauchery bullshit that I got to do? with? problem at the gym, too? Yeah. You kind of oh. already know, but I, I, oh, I got to. the gym? Yeah. So, whenever I go to that the there's gym. There's not enough weight on the leg machine? Uh, I'm not at that level yet because thank, thankfully there's two rows. Oh, but so I go to the gym and I started doing like swimming at the end, like uh, twice yeah. a week, but that's kind of irrelevant. Um, what I would do at the end of my workout is I'd shower there and then I'd head into work. Right now there used to be two curtains. So there was a curtain. There's like this little cubby. Little dra- go ahead. Sorry. You say I always ruin your story. There's this little go cubby ahead. area and then this other curtain for the shower. But for whatever reason, they took all the, sh- the, the secondary curtains down. I don't know. The one that's closest to, to the, the crowd. To the shower. Oh, so now the little dressing area is gone. So the dressing area is still covered, but there's no additional one for, so oh. like there's no space. You know what oh, I mean? So the outside one's still so, there. Yeah. Then there's your dressing area. Then there used to be a curtain, then the shower. Yeah. So let's so say the inside one's gone. Right. So let's say hypothetically, I mean, as crazy as it may sound, people are like, I like this one particular shower, right? Oh, sure, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. there's something about the pressure, the heat, whatever. Right, you know, it's, just, it's your shower. So yeah, yeah, this yeah. is my shower. People have right? favorite bathroom stalls at work right. and stuff, too. Right. I have fine. a favorite bathroom stall there as well. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> and I get pissed if somebody's in there now, right. that, now that you mention it. So I'm the only person in the shower, right? Right. Because it's COVID and, you know, and I go at weird times or whatever. And I'm showering and fucking. Sure as shit, somebody whips open the fucking curtain on me. And I go, hey! And then he closes it, and now I'm angry. And I'm like, there's a fucking, fucking curtain closer. Like, I'm going nuts, right? Wow. As, as I'm fucking finishing up or whatever. So what I do is I go and I pick up, I go and buy curtains. I go buy a secondary curtain to put back up. Oh. Figured that that would work, right? So I put up the curtain, and I leave it there. I'm like, fuck it, it'll be fine. No one's got to fucking touch the curtain. Come back the next day, curtain's gone. Curtain's fucking gone. So I got to do. So maybe it's a COVID thing or something. Maybe no, no, this is pre-COVID. They started taking it down. Right, but you put the second one up. Oh, yeah. pre-COVID, they started taking it down. Yeah, maybe there was a problem with that one getting too wet or something. And None of, but or, there are no secondary. Maybe, maybe because the outside one, there's enough yeah. space where it's not going to get splashed yeah. or something. Maybe there's like sex going on or something. Who knows? Could be. You know, maybe it's why the guy was coming in. Yeah, I mean, listen, there could have scored. You never know. You know, I mean. Like, I've played with that in my head, too. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, the other ones were open. What the hell was this guy up to? You know? But with that being said, I'm also in favor of this one particular shower. Maybe he was in favor of the one particular shower. So I don't want to draw that conclusion. 
Oh, okay. You know, and I've never seen the guy ever since that. So when did this happen? Um, weeks, in like, like a week ago. Mm. It was like maybe two weeks ago. But we had so much good content that I didn't right, want right, to bring it up. <laughs> but maybe the man hasn't seen you again, or maybe now he's embarrassed or feels rejected. He didn't seem embarrassed. <laughs> rejected. He, the only he's person feel, who was he's who, a little rejected. The only man, person right. who seemed embarrassed was the guy who got out of the cold pool and then jumped in the fucking shower. Made thing. Made, <laughs> I mean, golly, you know. Mm. I don't know. That's what this podcast is about. Life, this is a right? real cigar podcast. Yeah, real cigar podcast. <laughs> Only cigar podcast, not about cigars. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that happened. Wow. That happened. Dog died. <sighs> Rough couple of days. That's some heavy shit. I, I mean, you've obviously had a. Yeah, I mean, yeah, have man. you had a? Have you had a dog die, John? On you? No. 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 Holy shit, man! It's, it it hits hard. It hits hard, especially with the I can't kids. Believe they wouldn't let you go in. COVID, man. COVID. But they let my, I mean, it was a vet we don't even normally use, and they let us go. Yeah. In. Well, the regulations are all different. You know what I mean? It yeah. depends upon the place and how yeah. much of a liberal you are. It's really what it boils down to. Oh, well, even the one I went to, we had to wait outside, and the nurse had come get us. So, yeah. I mean, so it was, I think they walked through one human at a time. Right. Dogs can go in on and out, but right. only one set of humans are allowed to. So. Yeah. And Adrian had to go wait in the car. It's not like there's a, because she didn't stay in for the final thing. Right. So she said her goodbyes before they brought the medicine. Oh. The goodbyes. I made her wait in the car. I gave him, I gave her a piece of steak. Oh, well, she wouldn't eat anything. Like she kept eating. She'd throw up. She right. like she'd have diarrhea the whole game. I'm like, man, this is, this is not good. So, um, I'm like, well, you know, maybe there's a chance that there's just something that they can fix. Yeah. And then like, hey, got an ultrasound. She's got a tumor in the stomach. I'm like, fuck. Oh. So we got there, and they're like, well, she's a little hyped up because she's here and stuff, but we don't really see what you said was going on at home. We're like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I'm gonna taking her back home. I ever start screaming again. Really? Because that's what happened. She was just sitting on the couch, and this wasn't the first time. But right. And it had, it had been deteriorating. We were having to pick her up and put her on the couch, right. pick her up and move her down. And one day, she's just sitting there. She just starts yelling. Oof. She moved funny or something, and she just starts screaming. Yeah, she so tweaked that, something. Yeah, so that's why I looked at her. I go, it, it's time, honey. This yeah. Is, you know. And was that your first dog that you had to put down? Uh, the first one I was in there. I've had two others with wife, too, but, you know. Not as red, emotional. Old, old redneck girl. She went in and she I'll take him. Right. Give me that dog. fucking dog. Yeah. Give me that dog. <laughs> Shoot him in the head. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I didn't have to stand for You those. know, I thought that I would be less emotional about it. You know right. what I mean? But I think that what happened was a few years ago, my, a wife gave, my wife gave me a pint of her blood because she's O negative, I'm O negative, and now I have those emotions. Oh, I thought you meant a pint yeah. of the dog's blood. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just a joke. My wife's never given me her blood. But shit. And then when you see the kids, oh, God. He's got low testosterone. Well, that's what it is, the low T and the high estrogen. Right. Um. One 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 of my sons was a fucking complete mess. The other kid, pfft. we got that new one, right? <laughs> so uh, so Jax Jax was Jax was the most emotional. He's dog. older, he's a little yeah. more emotional. Yeah, he's a little more attached to the dog. Right. He did ask if there'd be another dog. <laughs> can we get another? Well, first, can we fix her? You know, I'm yeah, like, yeah. we can't fix her, dude. And then he's like, well, can we get another dog? I was like, well, that was the reason why we got the other dog. Because we figured oh, that this this well, we've had that one for a while. We figured this it. moment was coming. <laughs> Unfortunately, sooner than later, because the dog's getting older. Right, yeah. We didn't think it would happen this fast, and that she'd oh. deteriorate so quickly. Greg is now reflecting on Uggy, because I guess he hasn't been doing well lately. Yeah. But, I mean, there's six dogs in this house, yeah. we just found out. But, but the poor know, thing's tired. You know what the difference is, though? My brother has no kids. Right. right. So that is his kid. Right, 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 right. So well, that's why he spent the fifteen thousand dollars on the right. dog. So, far. so when the dog was messed up before, my brother was a mess. Right. You know, and that was the dog was we didn't we didn't even have a foot in the grave yet. You right. know. 
now we uh, John's is being really quiet. So I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's just kind of nodding. <laughs> no, just this is this is cigar now. stuff at all. Where are we talking it's about like, cigars? So, so John tricked me with uh, a Perla Del Mar, but I saw that coming. You did. I did. You you partially got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah definitely. It's because you're not the first person. We to still got to do this on unbanded thing on you. So <laughs> it wasn't like a hey, sorry about here about your dog. Here's this really super badass 25 year old Opus X. Smoke right. this Perla. <laughs> And it's actually a really good cigar. Yeah, I knew it was, was good. you know, was good. and I'm still smoking it. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. The new Corojo wrapper. It's yeah. just uh, something new. You guys know tobacco really well. Mm-hmm. And I know you uh, definitely lean towards Nicaraguan and just want to have a little fun instead of just handing cigars out. Yeah. And, uh, just maybe well, something that you wouldn't have normally smoked. Oh, with this red glow, it looks kind of scary. For we got some, that is nice. <laughs> we got some good ones from you too, though. We got some, some, some upper tier ones, not, not cause this is good. Yeah. But like some Casas, Casa Cubas. I love the Casa Cubas. And, yeah. Uh, what else did you give me? Don uh, Carlos. Don Carlos, yeah. Yeah. So that's good. I'm going to smoke those later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what happened with you, Michael? Anything fun and exciting? Uh, no. No, no. It's kind of a quiet weekend. We took another long walk in the woods type thing. So. Oh, yeah? Where, where are you going to bury her? Is that what you're trying to do? No, 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 no. Not yet. No, no, that's how those me. stories go. I think go. it's where she's burying yeah. me is what it is, because this is always her idea. Who has the higher life insurance policy is the real question. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. I you're do. out of here. Yeah. She has to die at school. Okay. So, so does she know how to work this board? I just <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. No. Uh, she can barely work her phone. Uh, all right. So if, if the time comes and you think that it might be your, you know, she's about yeah, to Yeah, we'll start training chat. Okay. All right, just say, hey, wait, I have to change. Uh, yeah, can give me a couple days. Yeah, couple days, please, honey. I got to train Chet up with the board. But you've been out hunting and stuff, and then you went out. Uh, you went to a log cabin for a little bit, and like you've been kind of living it up, man. I'm living a little jealous of your life lately. Well, single. He's single. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a lot of you know guns. everyone does different things for vacations, and the beach and the theme parks and all that are open all year long, as right. you know. I know you're a big theme park guy, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, and people who golf and fish, you can do that stuff pretty much year round. But the hunting season is, uh, you've got like eight weeks to get that in, right. you know, and then it's gone. It's so, uh, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. For, yeah. Fortunately, um, you know, we wrap up our year in December and there's a little bit of downtime there. And then uh, after that, it's just looking for, you know, weekends to get out. But yeah, it's really nice getting up there. It's the old, uh, the family's old shade tobacco farm up there. So it's a lot of fun. Nice. So some history. That's where we found those perlas. So, <laughs> so what are you? What are? Where were you hunting? Deer? Or? This is deer this time of year. Yeah. yeah so Even with private land, there's still only a season. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's a game animal, so it's regulated. You know, things like hogs and coyotes, they're not regulated. But but deer and turkey right. and things like that. Yeah, there's seasons on. Because so. you've pegged a couple coyotes as well. <clears throat> there's been there's, a few. There's a lot yeah. of coyotes in this area now. Is there? I heard them yelling the other night from my front porch. Two-legged ones or four-legged ones? Four. The four-legged <laughs> not the Not the cougars. <laughs> there, there you go. So, but you've got some kind of cool setup, too, because, like, the way that you've actually put video up on your Facebook and stuff. Yeah. Where, where you know, you're, you've pegged some things. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, Damn, that was badass. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, we hunt at night with uh, night vision and thermal with, mm-hmm. for the coyotes. And uh, between the family property and some other properties we have access to, they're, uh, they're nuisances. You know, the hogs will tear up people's land and if Crabs they're and you know if they're growing you know a lot of these guys that own a lot of land they will um lease out rights for hay right you know and if hogs are out there destroying it you know it's affecting their livelihood huh. so we have access to quite a few pieces of property and 
We've got some toys. Yeah, John's like this quiet badass. You just, you know, you'd never see it coming. You could see him hunting somebody. Yeah, he's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> hey, so you I'm should come gonna, hunting with me. Uh, yeah. Go like, out over there. I'm going to need you to run. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come for a walk in the woods. I'm going right. to get right. Come to walk in the woods with me. <laughs> oh, I forgot something back at the cabin. Yeah. I'll be back. I'm going to give you a hundred yards. I mean, uh, head start. I mean, I don't know. Just, just go ahead. There may and be a knife over there. There was a movie tree. about that back in the Surviving day. Surviving the game. Was, was that, that the name of it? Ice tea. Yeah. Oh, I seen that one. Yeah, but there's one with fucking uh, badass movie. Uh, what's his name? The karate guy that does the splits. John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah there's a there's a Van Damme one too. Is there? Yeah. Was he, he was hard target or something like that? Oh yeah. yeah, and he was the hunted guy. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. Ice T was was a pretty bad. I remember that movie. Like, That's a good movie. They had him run on a treadmill. I was like, man, for a hundred bucks, I'll run all day. And this he guy was a homeless treadmill. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Little did they know this fucking guy. Right. You know. Yeah, but that was I remember that that was one of those movies that I'd watch over and over again back in the day. You know, right. When I was too young to be watching it, I'm sure. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. So. Nice. So you're so. So, okay, so now we've certified that you're a badass. You hang out late at night and shoot animals. I mean, it's got to be kind of fucking weird. Like, it's got to mess with your head a little bit. Like, what was that? What was that noise? You're in, you don't, well, you don't worry about night vision that? and stuff. Not at all. No. I mean, you know, in deer season, we're not running that stuff, obviously. Right. But no, I'm pretty at home out there, man. I, I love the outdoors. It's uh, not much of a TV guy, a movie right. guy, that kind of stuff. Uh, could care less yeah. about sports and, uh, you know. I feel like zombie apocalypse. John may be one of the first phone calls we make. And he's like, hey, dude. All right, come on. And he well, just, he'll already be set up. He's, so. like, he's like, I'm at the camp already, I'm dude. at the camp. I have the, gear, I have the gear. Everybody's sleeping well tonight. I can assure you. <laughs> you see something that's kind of scraggling along 100 yards away. It's like, boom. Oh, John got another one. There Fuck he goes. <laughs> didn't even clear the fence. Didn't even, didn't even clear the fence. So, all right. Well, that's pretty much all I have for a quick little uh, wrap up for me as far as life is concerned. We're, we're only eighteen minutes in. Okay, only well, goes a little longer. Um, I I didn't know if you're but, gonna were you gonna talk about our uh, our view our nomination for the tobacco yada yada. Uh, I heard voting was over, but now but it's now still, it's in like the final round thing. Or something. Oh, is that what it is now? Because yeah. we are on the list. Yes. So the, the, nominees, the nominations are over. Here are your nominations. Because I voted yesterday again because I thought. I it, saw last week that it was yeah. one day, you know, two days, one day, whatever. But but we're up against Luxury Cigar Club. Oh, so a lot of those guys have have well, Boss Cigar, he's up too. Yeah, but they have like a you know a big month club list. Oh, you think and all you those know. guys are going on the? So when you go to Tobacco <laughs> Business Awards and uh, you can vote for us, yeah. Yeah, Tobacco yeah. Business Awards, and it's uh, we're up for uh, Tobacconist of the Year, best retailer the shop fucking ever. Nice is us. And that's all you, man. I didn't promote that shit at all. You promoted it. Oh, well, that's my job there. You, you know, that is my job. You have a great, um, you know, ability. I started to pull it up because I think last year we did a off-air vote to see how close we get to the winner. We did some kind of other one. Well, no, not not that one. There was some group last year that, and uh, they came back around this year. We're like, ah, fuck you. (laughs) Because they just wanted emails, right? So it's a big trick. But even with Tobacco Business Board, you have to put in your email to register a vote. There's always a catch, Michael. There's always a catch. Nothing is free. Did you see that the uh, H99s are coming around and stuff? They're doing like these Jewish data events? Uh, yeah, the first one's actually tonight. Is it with... Secreto? No, no. It's somebody in Texas. Because the- uh, Where the stars shine bright every night and day. Right. The cigar, <laughs> what, Tuesday night cigar <laughs> movie guys or whatever are promoting it. Oh. So it's whatever oh, shop they're connected to. my boy to. Matt Cade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do that here. Oh, we're going to do we're the gonna do Yeah, we're going to start so promoting me, you it. And, me, you, and Greg are going to be on video again. Yep. Oh, nice. Good. 
We'll have we, that's Patreon juice, by the way. Remind me about that. We'll talk more about oh, that tomorrow. On the Patreon, yeah, because yeah, we're not doing that till tomorrow. Yeah, but yeah, no, we're gonna do the ASN. We're gonna promote it in store. I'm gonna do online too. Well, so. you should let Steve go in the video because that was his idea. New Steve. Yeah, I mean, you got to give it. Get, you know, it's so funny. It's like you're doing the event. So Steve, actually, our new guy, our yeah. new employee. He's a he, he's like great with photography and shit like that, and he's you know he's built kind of a social media presence. And he's kind of involved with all that stuff. And uh, one day he came in, and he's like, "Hey man, yeah, I was thinking, you know, maybe I could do some photos here, or whatever." I was like, "I don't, you know, that yes, but you know, if you want a job, we can get you <laughs> get you a job." He's like, "Sure, fuck it." She do photos of the show. Yeah, we've all been wanting somebody yeah, that's come not in too and bad. shoot photos of us on the air. So, um, so yeah, he, he guy fucked up, walked in, got a job, and uh, he's you know he's a great addition. You know, he works perfectly here. Palmer didn't warn him. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. I tried. He hired him without me even seeing him out there. Or was I out there for the interview? Uh, I don't think you were. I think we introduced you. You came out and said hi, but you weren't there. I think, no, I think it was. And you asked me if uh, anything I would ask him or tell him. And I said, yeah, don't do not do it. Don't, don't, run, don't run. Reconsider your choices. Please, please don't do it. Please don't so um, he mentioned that they were doing the H99 thing. So we can reach out to KD and boom. Boom. Event. Looks very similar to the last one, from what I've yeah, it's, seen. Well, they probably refined it. They've gotten better at it. Now, now no, I don't know about that. They did a test run with the yada yada, and we might have Willie Herrera on. Oh, well. yeah, but it's all zoomed. Again, I've right? never talked to Willie Herrera. I've always seen oh. him like, "Hey, how are you?" Oh. And that was it. Wow. So it'll be a great little one-on-one time. One on one. It's like the Brady Bunch screen, uh, the Zoom thing. Again. Here's the story. Of a Drew Estate. All right, take a break and we'll get on with the news. We're at 22 minutes. 22 solid minutes. 30 minute camera. 30 minute, 30 minute camera. camera. You know the rules. He knows the rules. He's been on the show. Yeah, he's, he's a an pro. avid listener. He's a pro. He's a, yep. All right, he is an so, avid listener. So you have to go stop it. I'll go do it right now. All right. All right, we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, it's Mike too. Want to be part of the show? Go to patreon.com backslash the Cigar Hustlers podcast. We have tiers starting just $5 a month. For $10 a month, you get a special show swag, and then you're eligible for the weekly secret show. Secret shows cover in-depth cigar reviews, behind-the-scenes information, and sometimes we just talk shit about people. Choose which tier works best with your budget and become an official show hustler. Thanks for the support. All right, and we're back. Episode one hundred and fifty-nine, part two. All right, so before we kind of get in the news, you've been doing this for a little bit now, yeah. Right now, you're a little more seasoned. I mean, you were you were kind of a natural when you got into this off. Thank you. Off the rip, you know. Um, but so, how is it now? How's business? And how are, how are things kind of going for you? It's going really well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm uh, still very thankful for the opportunity, but uh, things have gone well. You know. Um, I've always known cigars, but was keenly aware that, you know, I was viewed as a new guy and had to learn something entirely new. You know, there's the enjoyment side of cigars and then the business side and dealing with various shops and different personalities. And, you know, you you see all kinds out there. I know you've talked a lot about that before, Mike, but, uh, but no, it's been going really, really well. Um, So when you said you were the new guy, like you felt like did you feel like you had to earn something? Like, I mean, because you came in here, you were, you looked pretty comfortable. Like we had no issues having conversations with you. You know what I mean? No, but you know, anyone new coming in, this business uh, is all about relationships. Right. You know, the, the consumer side with right. shop owners. Do you and do things terms? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit terms of everything. Terms ending a credit card. Right. But no, when you come in, you know, I always feel 
you've got to prove yourself. Um, I hold myself to pretty high standard and, and try to make that come through in the work that I do because, uh, it's all about service. You know, nothing's given, right. you know, it doesn't matter who you're repping for when you come into a shop, you know, there's only so much space and right. the true successes come from great relationships. Like the one that you know, all of us here have been able to forge in a right. very short amount of time. But, uh, you know, some of the things that I deal with are, uh, dependent upon those relationships being strong and people believing in what I say. So no matter who I was or who I knew or anything like that, you know, you, you have to, you know, uh, where the rubber meets the road, you know, right. uh, talk holds all the crap or paper holds all the, the, the crap that you can talk, you right. know? So you just got to get in and do it. And it's taken, you know, a little bit of time, you know, some things were a little quicker than others, but, right. uh, but no, that's what I meant by that is, you know, being the new guy, you're, you're a new guy. The well, guy I followed did this for 18 years in this yeah, territory. That's very true. I mean, but you, like you, when you, I think the first couple of times you came in with Mike, um, obviously we had a good relationship with him. We still do, but he's not our sales rep anymore. And you know, when you kind of came in and you were bullshitting with him and stuff like that, that was kind of seamless. But I know that as good of a, as a rep Mike is, it doesn't matter. There's still going to be some retail shops where you just don't mesh. Right. So, um, and I'm sure that you were aware of whatever shops were kind of a struggle for him. I'm sure. Did you mend that fence? Did you, I mean, I'm sure you couldn't with all of them, but I, like there's, there's definitely a, a big difference in characteristics from you to him. So I, I'm sure that you produce more numbers in certain retail shops without him. I would assume. Yeah, there's, you know, Mike and I rode together for like three weeks, right. you know, the, the process for me getting the job, I think we might've talked about it when I was on that was probably two years ago now, right? Around that long. Yeah, man, uh, yeah, we, were, uh, we were downstairs, but, um, yeah. you know, the hiring process to bring me in was, was pretty long. You know, it, it was a couple months from the initiation of the process to it being done. It wasn't like, right. you know, you go in and talk one time and you get it. So but we didn't ride around very long because Mike had his other job and he had to move on. So, um, right. Didn't have a lot of time with him. I, there was a lot of areas I went that, you know, yeah, I three hit weeks for the first probably, time. Yeah. Three weeks probably isn't even one complete cycle. No, right. yeah. no, there were complete areas that I went to, you know, just blind. Rogue. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I've been pretty proud. You know, I've been in a couple years now. So the territory's mine. I've kind of put my fingerprint on it. I'd like to think right. I've had some time to show people how I work. And, and again, show people that I do what I say and I say what I mean. Right. And you know, there's no, uh, so you're you know, saying we're going to be an Opus account again. Confirmed. <laughs> That's it. That was it. That's what he said. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. We, we did the work and, and, and got it done. And, and many thanks, you know, to you and your brother and everyone uh, that here goes, for that. Dude, that, I mean, that's a big testament to you as well, man. You know what I mean? Like every question that we had, you know, because it's cumbersome working with, with Fuente Newman in some degrees because not everything's Keystone, right? Right. Like they're still kind of the traditional path of your, your MSRP. So, you know, when you price stuff, when you kind of standardize everything at a Keystone margin and make it all equal, like that brand will suffer because people will come in and they'll say, well, shit, you're a lot higher here than you are anywhere else. Right. Right. 
So then nobody buys it. So going back and forth and trying to adjust and hone in on specific things. I mean, that, that's a big testament to you because you had the patience to deal with my shit all the time. I'm like, I don't, you know, I know that you sent me the price sheet and I don't know what the fuck's going on here, but like, I sent it a couple times, but (laughs) But we now have a copy out there that we don't have to bother. (laughs) No, no. Until it gets adjusted. (laughs) It's never a bother. This isn't what's on the paper, Jet. What happened? (laughs) I don't know. Mikey said do this. There's a new, there's a new paper. Yeah. But no, just, uh, Time in the market, getting in front of people. Right. You know, I, I cover a pretty big area, so it takes a while to, to make one lap. And uh, you how know, far just, south do you have to go? Sorry to interrupt. On the west coast, I go down to basically Venice. They made an adjustment to my territory in December of 2019, so I ended up gaining Orlando, which is nice because right. now I don't have to drive through that traffic and go from one end of my territory through an area that I don't cover to get to you guys right. and then Daytona. Oh, yeah, it's silly. And now on the east coast, I go down to the Merritt Island, Cocoa Beach area, then all the way up to the line, and then all the way out the Panhandle. You, oh, Ooh. God. That wow. Panhandle, that panhandle the, sucks. The worst drive. Worst. Okay. There's nothing there's, out there. There's no easy way to do it. Yeah. It's either you start in Tallahassee, and hit everything out, right? And then you drive back with nothing, right? Or you go all the way out to Pensacola and drive all the way out with nothing, and then drive, drive back. All the way back. Yeah, it's not, there's no easy way to do it. Brutal. It's yeah. It's a lot of windshield time, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of our job, probably more of our job, I would say, as far as time consumption, other than the driving and you know spending time in shops, is a lot of things are done by phone and email and text right. messages. So you get a lot of time in the car to catch up on that and kind of strategize on what you're going to do. Um, you know, I try to go into a shop updated on where they're at, kind of know things that we've discussed. I'm right. a huge note taker. Um, Write that down. We just, we just had our, uh, <laughs> we just had our annual reviews and uh, my, my territory director, Jake Cronin, who is a, a very big help to me and a big supporter kind of anointed me as the most organized uh, guy on the team and the most effective communicator. And, Sometimes I over communicate, but uh, I just don't want to leave anything to chance with anybody. Dude, I you know? think that's a good thing, man. You know, I, I will tell you this: an under. you're probably one of three guys that I could text at any given time, and you you know you get back to me in, in a pretty fast fucking fashion, no matter where you're at. Like, or you can say, "Hey, I'm at a shop. I'll, you know, let me look this up and give me a little bit of time or whatever the case may be." But you don't flat out dead air me, you no, know? No, it's uh, sometimes we, we can't talk, you know, right, right away. But uh, but no, even when I was on my uh, couple week vacation right. in the woods, I'm answering emails right. while I'm sitting in a deer stand. Right. He had Verizon install a fucking antenna so we can get, so we <laughs> right. can still get reception. There's a couple of areas in the property that are low. <laughs> I get a poor signal, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, um, that's where all the deer hide. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> there's no 5g here, no 5g quick over here. You know, one of the biggest things that, uh, I believe in and, I, and I've seen the, the successes from it is it's a relationship and it's a two way street. Yeah. Um, I'm huge in my personal life and professional, you know, respect. That's, you know, one thing that uh, is key for me, whether it's with personal relationships or dealing with people in business. And, it, and it's a two-way street and, and not everybody understands that. Right. Um, you know, of course, you know, I walk into a shop with my bag and, you know, a JC Newman shirt on or a Fuente shirt on. And obviously we're here to do business. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, we're all human beings and, right. and people respond better to, uh, to respect. <laughs> and, yeah, no shit. And, and you've been out there, you know, you've, yeah. you've seen on the road. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I, call it, I call it getting kicked in the teeth. That's what I call it. 
thankfully, most people are, are great about it. Um, I just try to conduct myself and interact with people the way that I would appreciate. You know, everybody's busy. Right. You know, shop owners out there are trying to earn a living and running their shops. And right. they've got their personal lives and staff issues and inventory issues oh, yeah. and financial uh, resources that they have to manage. So there's it's true. a lot there. And, and, you know, guys that do what I do for a living for for my companies and the other guys out there, you know, they, they've got a mission too, but you know, everybody's a human being and I've just tried very, very hard, you know, to let everyone know that I appreciate them. And, uh, most people reciprocate that. And, uh, you know, I just think everybody pulling the wagon in the same direction is, is best. It you know, makes the, more sense. The biggest successes I've seen are where people have kind of gone away from, okay, this guy's here, try to sell me something to, right. you know, I've developed some great partnerships out there right. you know, with multiple shops, including this one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had some pretty pointed conversations oh, yeah. in the beginning based upon where you guys wanted to be and, right. and where you once were under a different system. And, right. you know, I made a, a commitment to you guys and just made sure to communicate it while not being, you know, the pushy salesman type. And, right. and it worked here. Yeah. And, and, you know, unfortunately it doesn't work everywhere, right? but, um, you know, for the most part, it's been, you know, it's been a great ride. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a job, but it's not, you right. know, it's a, there's a little more to it than walking into a cigar shop and hanging out for two hours and right. smoking cigars. I know that's what, you know, everybody get, thinks it is. Everybody well, you get the is. consumers, man. Yeah. I'd love oh, to have your job. All you do is smoke, job. smoke cigars all day. And yeah, you know, I, haven't, I haven't been home in three weeks, man. Well, you know, and you know, they don't see the other side where you're dealing with stuff at night. And, uh, I've had the fucking waffles at Hampton Inn for the past month. <laughs> for right. fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it sucks. Yeah. No, but it's, uh, it's been fantastic, man. It really, really has. And, uh, I'm blessed to, you know, have some good tools in my toolbox. I've got two very strong brands, the oldest family owned brands right. out there. And, uh, you know, I just try to conduct myself in a way that represents them well. And, and right. again, while trying to, you got to get them fucking drunk and get them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, fuck these guys. You know. that'd, that'd be way better. Get them I don't loose. even like these guys. Get them, you know, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I've heard some of those. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, some of those are good. But no, it's, it's been good. You know, it's, it's a big adjustment. Um, you know, none of us, uh, have offices at the office. You know, we go right. in there to conduct business. I and feel like you have an office meetings, but you uh, have an office. Not really. No, the office See how is he said the not front, really. Yeah, not the really. front seat of my car. Kind of there's office. a segment somewhere in the right. office for John. Somewhere there's a without place, question because right. he handles some shit there. Right. Yeah, he knows more about what's going on than your. Other, he he d delivers the information to the other salesman. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, without question. <laughs> so, um, so now obviously we have the Super Bowl coming up. Yeah. Right, and uh, that's kind of a big deal. I I believe that the Fuentes or the Newmans or maybe both had had a skybox at, at Raymond James. Do they still have that skybox? The Newmans did. They got um, rid of it. Eric oh, Newman is a huge football guy. He was a uh, high damn it. I was gonna he was a referee. Can I go? Referee in uh, in the Tampa school system for decades. And, uh, you know, he gave that up in recent years, but they had a box there forever. Right. I don't know all the details, but the reason we don't have the box uh, has something to do with the Super Bowl, something about the arrangement or oh, right. you know, it was like, you know, hey, we've been supporting you all these years. And right. now you got this big game in town and uh, you forget who's been who's been doing you. it. Been yeah. I mean, I out. like I haven't had a call back from my tickets. I mean, I've been a season ticket holder for five or six years. That should be worth something. So right? you don't even get a call that says you're not getting them. 
You know, my guy's really good. I got to give it to him. You know, his phone's blowing up. Right. He's oh, like, shit. hey, I, you know, they were supposed to do a raffle. I haven't heard anything yet. I haven't heard anything yet. And he didn't call me back today, so I'm sure that they released names on that raffle. But they, oh, no. so they're not going to, like, publicly release the list or something? No. Well, the so, game's in just a few days. So yeah, I'm Sunday. guessing. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is this is the day that they supposedly released the raffle tickets. Oh, is it? Just yeah. today? So I didn't maybe there's anything. a secondary. I mean, that would have softened the blow of the dead dog. I'm just saying, hey, uh, oh, you know, right. just so you know, I got you tickets. I'm like, fucking awesome. No, do they? Anybody? Ooh, nobody turns it down, though, right? Else. I mean, if they call, somebody, I think that people will turn it down because it's too expensive or they don't know how to sell them. So what are they? What are they selling them? Season it, ticket holders? It's just face value. It's at face value. But you, what? What is face value for a Super Bowl? Team? Right. That was the next question. Let's say it's three or four fold of your normal price. Oh, so there is. So it's I would not, assume it's that not it's your inflated. regular price. Yeah, it can't be. It can't be. I don't know. Maybe season way. ticket. Like, you know, uh, that just reminded me. I don't know why of something, but like, I was in like a funk yesterday. Yeah. <sighs> so I go to Costco in Winter Park to go get my fucking propane because it's the cheapest propane in town. It's like nine bucks to fill it up. It's amazing. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, I learned this trick, and uh, unfortunately, it's the most expensive propane. Because when I went to go in and buy it, uh, they were doing a road show for the Traeger grills. Ooh. Oh, I saw. Yeah. Yeah. It's called a lost leader. Oh, yeah. And it worked. Yeah. It fucking worked. <laughs> because I've been eyeballing a Traeger forever. For right? a while now, yeah. And they had one. And it was the, it was a thousand bucks for this gigantic. For a grill? Dude, it's fucking amazing. Does it cook for you? It does cook for you. It better. You fucking turn it on. You say, set this, set this. And here's. and you sh- and Does it, it come with meat? No, it doesn't come with meat. $1, They've $1, got $1. that too, though. They've got that. They have. They wow. have them. Probably they have a plan. <laughs> they have a plan. A meat so, plan. So I meat built a month. I built this fucking thing last night, and uh, oh, you bought one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I'll put it on the credit card. I'm like, fuck oh, you this. Say, Greg, Greg. No, no. I put it on my credit card. Oh, oh, yeah. You so, guys need a grill here. So we need a new sponsor. So, so my pellet. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna bring my pellet grill. It's actually in the car. I'm gonna leave it here so that I can smoke here without any. Well, Wait, I was gonna give it to Drew though. I don't know what I'm. Your I old told smokers Drew, downstairs. It used to be. It was, but I took it. I brought it oh. back home, and then I was gonna. I actually, Drew will be hearing this. So I was gonna give it to Drew. That was my thought, oh. and then I'm like, well, I'll bring it up to the shop. Now that I brought it up to the shop, I'm like, well, maybe it should just stay here. I don't know. If Drew wants it, he can have it. Drew, yours. I like Drew. I'll be coming over for a party. Drew's my friend. Yes. I text him. I was like, hey, you know, like I don't have any very many friends, so you need to take this smoke. <laughs> so I got a question for you. You wouldn't use it. No, I wouldn't use it. Exactly. I, use it. I got a question for Go you. Ahead. Hit me. There's been a lot going on in the okay. last year. COVID's obviously changed a lot of things and, uh, you know, business people had to sharpen their stick and kind of shift a little bit. Yeah. What were the biggest things you guys saw here? I mean, what what's made you know, you've had some great successes we discussed earlier yeah. over the last year. I mean, what did you guys have to change here? Because I've seen a lot of things out there. Man, man, listen. I mean, I, dude, last year uh, especially was the hardest year for for us, for me especially, uh, because I was worried about one um, going fucking bankrupt, right? Because lounge had to be closed. Uh, to, How long was the lounge closed? Uh, it was probably four months or so, I want to say, about that. Yeah. Uh, so cash and carry only. Yeah. Velvet roped uh, off. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can look at it and right. love it, Lights but you off, can't. This is what off. it looks like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and then my 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 other concern was how paying the employees, right? And Mike can attest to it because he was actually in the room when we had the conversation because I don't like I don't keep anything from him. But, you know, my brother and I broke down like how long can we pay the employees with having the doors completely closed and just keep continuing to pay them? And then when we had employees that got scared or nervous or some shit like that, because we did, 
we paid them. Right. Um, so that was, that was a hard conversation, but the biggest thing for me was the mentality that you had to have was kind of run, right? Like, and that's always what comes back into my head is just run as hard as you can. And when you get tired and when you're fatigued and you're tired of making all these decisions, fucking run harder. And that's what we did. So uh, I did email blast every other day. We did promotions. We just, we pushed. We started pushed. doing Zoom events with Zoom, right. cigar people. I mean, that's a, that's a thing. I mean, talk about the Zoom. I don't, I don't think that's going to go away. No. Uh, you know, hopefully some of this other stuff that brought that, made that a necessity, you know, hopefully isn't around forever. But right. I think that it probably was a uh, open people's eyes to a new way of reaching people. It, yeah, they, it very well can. The problem is the fall off is like, I would say that 70% of them are fucking boring. Right. So, you know, you put everybody on like, Hey, so, so like, you know, you have to be entertaining, right? You have to engage. You got to ask questions. You got to, you know, keep everybody involved. And like, that's really hard for a lot of people, especially in this industry, because believe it or not, I know this is going to sound crazy, but <laughs> a lot of people in the cigar industry and a lot of cigar in, uh, smokers, a lot of them are introverts, right? A lot of them just needed something to connect to people. And now that they've found that connection, they lack the ability to have carry on that conversation, right? They're, they're really good with social media because there's no direct there's, interaction. There's like a barrier. Right, right. And you get a minute to think about what you're going to say I mean, right. or a day at, right. at some point. Right. So, you know, like that's that's kind of the fall off. So the, the segue is as a retailer or, uh, you know, it's easier for some manufacturers and brand owners, but how do you kind of keep it entertaining, right? I mean, there's only so many poop jokes you can hear from Matt Booth, <laughs> right? Like it's just, and there's going to be one at the beginning of everything. He's always, right. gonna, always one. So, so yeah, but we figured it the fuck out. It was probably, it was a really good year. I mean, but it took everything that we all had, you know, everything. And there were nights when, you know, it's like, well, what are you gonna do here? What's going to happen with this? What's gonna, and like, I remember sitting on the patio with my wife saying, listen, I don't want to make another fucking decision. Like I, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain that, you know, but with every decision that I've had to make continually, I'm just cooked, man. I don't want, I don't care what we're, you know, as far as home conversations, as far as business conversations, I don't want to, I don't want to make another decision. You're tapped out, yeah. drained. Yeah. So, but obviously, you know, take a fucking deep breath you know, you take a swig of some tequila and then you just go fucking back at it, I guess, you know. I think that, uh, you know, shops that were doing well before this, you know, that success, uh, you know, despite what some people think, you just don't rent a space and put some inventory on the shelves no, and unlock really? the door. No, yeah, it, it doesn't money, really work that way. The money just doesn't fly yeah, in. Yeah. Huh? It doesn't really work that way. But uh, I think the people that were truly running a business, um, last year gave those people a few opportunities. You know, one was, you know, to look at their four walls. We were talking out, out front when we were smoking before this about, uh, you know, the, the shop is an environment. Uh, shops have the personality, not only of the owners, but of the crowd that's in there. Mm. And, uh, you know, every one of them's different. You know, I walk into, you know, with all the different locations, I'm, you know, pushing 200 stops. Right. And, and they're all different. They all have oh, their yeah. crowd. Yeah. Um, Some of them have the old shag carpets yeah. and, and the brown plaid curtains. Yeah. I've seen them. But, you know, I, I, I remember talking during COVID to you and your brother. Um, 
you know, you guys are blessed with, with a good group of customers and, yeah. and many other shops are out there. I had so many stories out there when, when shop owners were in that initial fear period, not right. knowing what tomorrow brought. Right. Um, you know, this kicked off in mid March, we got pulled off the road effective, uh, Monday, March 16th. And, you know, things slowed down initially, you know, people right. had inventory on the shelves. They didn't know if they wanted to order anymore. Ooh. They didn't know if they could sell what they had. Right. Um, and one of the coolest things for me was seeing that these shops that, that are well run, that have a good environment and a, and a very loyal customer base, I heard left and right, you know, their doors were shut and people were coming and buying boxes. Right. You know, we not, definitely not, had that not just too. one, right. you know, to get them through. We they were coming in and, and doing it once a week or a couple times a week. And, you know, some of these shop owners are asking the customers, you know, hey, you know, Bill, you know, you've already got three boxes of this. You know, you, right. you smoked all those already. And, you know, the response from the customers was, no, I just want to make sure you're going to be here when we come out the other side of this right. thing. So true. So, you know, that that happened first. And then, of course, as things started to relax and people got kind of adjusted to what is hopefully just a temporary norm and uh, people were able to open back up and let people back into the lounges. I think that, you know, your, your retail customer, I think they learn to appreciate the lounges in the stores sure. a whole lot more. And uh, you know, that was really, really cool to see. And you saw more of that in the shops where that have fostered that kind of an environment over this time. But uh, it's definitely been, been a wild year, but you know, those first couple months were rough, you know, here in Florida before it gets hot, you know, there's a reason that a hotel at the beach costs way more than it does uh, in the summer at other times right. of the year. And that's because that's when everybody wants to come down and uh, some shops benefit from that tourist traffic more than others. But even those of us that live here are smoking more in those months. If you can't right. smoke outside or you can't smoke at home or, you know, you don't smoke in your car, which... I don't know anybody that doesn't smoke in their car. Right, right now at this point. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Anymore, right? I, I know you do. Yeah, if you don't smoke in your car, I'm, I'm, I start guilting you. I'm like, <laughs> you really don't want to do that? You sure? I mean, and you call on. yourself a cigar right. smoker. So yeah. you're on I-4 and you can't fucking move and you're thinking, yeah, I'm good? I mean, like, what? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, but, um, but no, it's... Uh, you know, and then of course people sharpening their stick, right? Yeah. Making sure their service is on point right. and uh, the environment's good. You know, a lot of people took it, uh, the advantage of the lounge being closed to repaint, and yep. some people remodeled. I've got a couple people who expanded. You know, doubled down on this whole thing, right? But uh, fusion, but he's one. Yeah, did yeah. he go bigger? Yeah, did he? He's yeah. in the process. Yep. Yeah, is yeah. D's a great guy. Yep. But yeah, um, great spot, man. <laughs> nice place. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he, he does it right yeah. there. But, um, but no, people had a chance to do the painting that it, you right. can never do because it's inconvenient when right. you're running a business. Yeah, and that's that, very true. That type of thing. So it, it, it was good to see that it was a very tough year for people, but I think that a lot of shop owners saw, uh, what they could do, you know, and that they could survive and thrive. You know, I, I've got a lot of people are double digit percentage up year right. over year. And, uh, you know, people wanted their cigars and the guys and the, and the ladies that had to work from home instead of smoking one after work, or maybe, uh, uh, you know, just on the weekend, you know, they're able to do it more. So the, the consumption went up and, right. you know, it's, uh, yeah, I was just curious about, you know, what, you know, what kind of things maybe that you and Greg discovered or Who? had to implement. Never heard of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> no, I, I'm yeah. sure you guys have found some things that are going to become a permanent part of, sure, of your course. arsenal now. But, you know, 
the scary part is I don't think that the hard times have really hit us yet. I think that they're still coming. I really do. And like, I think that the next, maybe closer to the end of this year or, you know, uh, in the beginning of the next year is when it's going to really get fucking rough as far as the economy wise and where everybody's kind of at. And, you know, you're going to start seeing some of these debts, these SBA loans have to be cashed in. I mean, the PPP is one thing, but if you got a loan, you're going to have to start making payments, you know, and people are going to be out of jobs and you ain't going to find fucking jobs. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be bad. And it doesn't matter who's in office personally. So, well, you can't go through something like we've gone through and there's always a, a delayed effect. Right. But the pendulum swings back one way to the other. Right. So when the times are great fucking ride it as, as much as you can, but you know, hard times are going to come. we got four minutes left. Four minutes left. You know, if I'm just going to give you hand signals, it's, it doesn't, it's not discreet. If you just say what they're going to be. Well, you can just say, Hey, we got four minutes. Well, I was trying to be discreet and not, and not interrupt the flow of conversation. That's cool. Yeah. Well, we can jump into one of the news things. We can take a break and then just finish the rest of the news. Uh, we don't have to. I mean, the show's good. Let's so. get the news. We'll get the news. You're good? The news. Let's ride this out. Come on, man. I want All a right. solid podcast. Yeah, let's do All it. Right. Dog is dead. All let's right. do this. Let's take another do break, yeah. and yeah. then uh, we'll come back and do it. All right. You All right. do it now? All right. Yeah. Hey, it's Mike, too, from the Cigar Hustlers Podcast. Looking for high-quality swag from the show? Go to teespring.com backslash the Cigar Hustler podcast. We have everything from t-shirts and hats to phone cases and beach towels. Again, that's T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G.com backslash the Cigar Hustlers podcast. Get your show swag and become a true hustler. You, you fucking make the same thing over and over again. Well, that's for comedy. Though. Okay. Oh, for, for Room comedy. Room 1 released yeah, a new cigar up? that was approximately named the 10th anniversary of 6x52 Toro, made with a Nicaraguan Rosado wrapper, although the rest what? of the blend was not as close. Wait, that's last year they did that. Okay. This year they're releasing a second 11th anniversary. A second one? A second one, yes. Fast forward to July of last year, Room 101 teased to follow up the first cigar named the 11th anniversary. However, it took another four months for the company to release details of the new cigar, which turned out to be a Nicaraguan Puro yep. covered in a Maduro wrapper. I know the factory. All right. Now they're making a 6x54 Torpedo. Really? Yes. I thought they uh, did that. Is that it then? This is an old... They just released a story. That's weird. Was Is yeah. the anniversary of Torpedo? Yeah. I thought it was a new size. Why are they just now releasing the story then? Oh, was that half wheel? Yeah. Fucking half wheel. Damn, Charlie Monano. Slacking. All right. How about TAA donates $50,000 to the PCA for state lobbying? Ooh. <laughs> no shit. The second biggest... Uh, Donation they've ever they wow. Tobacco Association of America, a it's trade like, organization made up of <coughs> around eighty American cigar retailers, donating fifty thousand dollars to the PCA mm. in order to help fund the PCA state lobbying efforts. The PCA would like to thank the TA yeah, for no this outstanding show of support as the industry is facing some of the most erogious, egregious, 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 egregious. Thank you. Tax grabs, potential smoking <laughs> bans in recent history. I don't like big words. <laughs> said Scott Pierce, the PCA executive director, and isn't he the only employee at this point? You always say that. You know, the, the the real question is, can can the PCA fucking survive this? Like, I don't know. I mean, will cigar conventions be the same after that? I mean, we were already kind of struggling. This might have been the fucking nail in the coffin. You yeah, know? It might have been for them. Uh, let's see. Last year, I hope raised- not. No, I mean, it's it's important. You know, it's... Uh, I agree. And with any organization, no one's going to agree with every decision or right. everything they do. But, you know, that's 
you know, they represent the industry and, you know, it's, it's, uh, but, it's an important thing. But yeah, the trade show, it's, uh, you know, from what we hear, one's going to go. Right. But, you know, who knows what tomorrow brings. But uh, normally get $4.5 million in revenue from that trade show. In 2018, that's what they got. Oof. So now no. they're working on a $50,000. They got a $50,000 out of boy. And they're very grateful for that $50,000. I'm sure grateful. they are. Because now Scott gets paid. Shit. So, Mr. Pierce. I don't, uh, if I'm Scott, you have to, uh, you have to, what do you do when you get rid of your pay? I no longer accept pay. I no pay. longer accept pay. I no pay. longer accept pay. So whenever he gets in trouble, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I no longer accept pay. I no longer accept pay. So, you know, he'll clock he in. Ye- and, he yeah. can't yell at What do you do? You fire me? I quit. I'm still going to work. I'm working here. for free. You yeah. can't fire me. God damn it. So, okay. Well, man, I hope, I hope that PCA figures this out and they can kind of navigate through this. And I hope that the convention still goes down for sure. All right, we have, uh, I have some uh, Super Bowl trivia for you today. Oh, man. You're a sports fan, John? John already said he doesn't follow normal sports. I'm out. You're out. I I don't know. I have a quiz. The Bucs are in the World Series, and the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, that's (laughs) exactly (laughs) correct. That's exactly right. All right, Michael. Here's the first question. I'm going to fuck these up. 16 Super Bowls have been played in Florida. What team has won the most Super Bowls in the Sunshine State? Wait, it's multiple choice. 16. Okay, go ahead. Patriots. Okay. 49ers. Okay. Steelers. Okay. Or Colts. I'm going to say Steelers. Steelers. Boom. Oh, you got that one right. Okay. All right, question two. Yep. How many Super Bowls have been played in the Miami area? Ooh. Five, seven, nine, or 11? John, feel free to answer if you'd like to. I mean, 16 have been played. I would say nine. Nine. Eh. 12. 12. I knew it was high. 12. I figured that the Raymond James in Jacksonville, they don't, they've, I know that there's been one in Jacksonville. There's probably been one or two in Raymond James, so... Oh, I turned the buzzer down. Yeah, good. <laughs> All right. What team defeated the Miami Dolphins 38-16 to in the only Super Bowl in which Dan Marino would play? It was. Ooh. Okay, so here. Oh, this choices. one. Come Washington on, Redskins, San Francisco 49ers. Oh, is it just Washington? No, I can't say Redskins anymore. Yeah, it's the Washington. Uh, <laughs> U.S. News said Redskins. Hmm. Uh, Chicago Bears or the New York Heartless Giants? Heartless bastards. Well, they. Okay. So they beat the Dolphins 38-16 in a Super Bowl. 49ers. 49ers. I don't know that one. That is correct. Boom. Look at you. Uh, this process of elimination. <laughs> Use the test to take the test. What that player day. has scored the most total touchdowns in Super Bowl history? Ooh. Jerry Rice. Okay. Emmett Smith. Mm. James White. Or John Stallsworth. Oh, these are all tough questions. I'm going to go James White. Oh, eh. it was Jerry. Jerry Rice. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 I, that sounded too easy. I have easy. to look quickly because it jumps to the next question very yeah. fast. Okay. What quarterback owns the record for the most yards thrown in one Super Bowl with 505 yards? Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. Tom Brady? Nope. Drew Brees? Peyton mm. Manning? Shit. That's tough. I'm going to go Drew Brees. Oh, Tom Brady. It was Tom. It was Tom. You Tom. doubted your boy. Yep. Just like I, I, I think, the ticket. I think, I think that they're too obvious. You know, like Jerry Rice was too obvious for me. I'm like, no, it can't be that one. All right. Roger Staubach won MVP of the Super Bowl uh, when the Dallas Cowboys yeah. defeated the Miami Dolphins 24-3. to mm-hmm. How many yards did he throw for the game? <laughs> I don't know. 119, okay. 219, 319, 419. I think he's got a nine in it. 219. Something 19. 219. Two, something yeah. 19. Good job, John. Good job. <laughs> oh, 119. 119. Right. 10 states have hosted Super Bowls. Which of the following state has not hosted? Okay. Go ahead. Tell me. New Jersey, Michigan, 
Minnesota, New York. Mm. I'm going to say Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, it's New York. Damn, so close. Right over the right over the river there. So yeah. During uh, Super Bowl 30, let's see, it's 30 VI, 38 halftime show, Janet Jackson famously had a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. Who did the New England defeat during that Super Bowl? Justin Timberlake's not one of the questions. Uh, one of the answers. Carolina see, Panthers? You have St. Louis Rams, Ooh, Philadelphia that, Eagles, Carolina no. Panthers, or Seattle Seahawks. It's either the St. Louis Rams or the, I'm going to say Rams. Rams? It might be the Oh, Panthers. it's the Panthers. Should have went, went with your, your gut. Yeah. Go with your gut. Never second up. guess, Michael. Damn it. Okay, it's question nine. Yep. A stunning 29 of the 30 most watched American television broadcasts of all time have been Super Bowls. Based yep. on Nielsen ratings, uh-huh. what is the only non-Super Bowl program to break into the top 30? <sighs> the final Seinfeld, the final MASH, Dallas, who shot JR, Ooh. or the final Friends? Oh, man. Seinfeld. Nope, it was MASH. I knew that one. Mm. It's the only one I've known. All right. Tenth and final question. Yeah, this is terrible. How many total game balls are made for the Super Bowl? Ooh, probably a whole bunch of. 96, 216, 150. I'm going to say 96. That's what I'm guessing, too. John, do you want to guess on this last one? 150. Oh, it's 216. Everybody lost. Holy shit. That's why I don't play these games. That's a lot of balls, man. That's a lot of balls. (laughs) A lot of balls. So what did did I win? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. Hubkiss. Uh, you got two out of ten correct, Mike. Yeah. Keep practicing. Yeah. Thanks for playing, but maybe the real you need question. The real question first. is how many sacks is Shaq Barrett going to get against fucking Squiggles, Patrick I Mahomes? I don't know who Shaq Barrett is. Yeah. So I don't know. Jason Pierre-Paul. There was another quiz. There was another or? quiz, but it had forty-one questions. Uh, yeah, we don't. We, 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 we only got, got that kind of time. Of time yeah, so. that's crazy. Okay. That's crazy. Warren Schatz returned for twenty twenty-one. Oh yeah, I ordered some. Did you? Wow, I did. First time you're ahead of the story. Yeah. Good for you. You got to give it to Wes. Wes oh, is, that's right. It's Wes. Wes so, is good with go. that shit. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he you text, don't answer the emails, so he texts you. He texts text me. Text, I didn't answer you. the text. He fucking followed up. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'll take a couple. Come on. You want these. I'm yeah, sure you like, want them. I was like, I'm sure I need a couple. Just I heard the podcast. I have yeah. to just keep hounding you. Smallest version of the Crown Heads Juarez brand will return for a second release next month. Crown Head says the Juarez shots will be shipping again next <sighs> month. Uh, now known as Shots 2021, the 4x50 debuted last February in a limited edition extension to the line. It uses the same blend as the regular Juarez, a Mexican San Andreas wrapper over an Ecuadorian Sumatra binder and filler from the Dominican Republic of Nicaragua. See, there'll be 500 boxes of 50 cigars. The one difference is the price will increase from 5 dollars Damn it! He didn't five, say anything about 60. the price increase. Trick me. Uh, and uh, since John's here, we had a story last week we didn't get to. Uh, J.C. Newman is one of the few companies not doing a price increase. Wow. It's usually January. Everybody fucking kind of hammers it. It's either uh, January the, the or the list is quite long P- or everybody is Or the PCA. It, so. Yeah. So we, uh, J.C. Newman. We, we like, he's like, yeah, you right. That's right. Boom. <laughs> we have All listener right. of the week. Oh, yes. Who is the listener? We discussed this, I believe. We did discuss this. Mr. Gilbert Ortiz. Hey, oh. in a week. He's a fan of the show. He's a regular here at the shop. He is. He was here this past weekend for the uh, Agronosa. He sure was. He has he has his designated seat. Very nice man. Every yes. time he's here, he's in the that you know. It's like that's it's like, he normally comes in with his wife, and she normally sits to the left of him. Oh, you, uh, look at you. If I'm correct, mm-hmm. unless Jesse's here, and then all bets are off because Jesse likes to got a little crowd around. Him. <laughs> They all move to the end because Jesse likes his seat at the end. Yes, he does. So that's it. I shortened up the news. I educated him on a glutathione the other day. Oh, Jesse. I was yeah. going to say, Gilbert, yeah. he's a very tiny man. Yeah. 
It's, it's an antioxidant. Your body produces it. Yes. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say where you take it. That's right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, John. Hey, Thanks I, for sitting in, John. It's yeah, always a pleasure. I appreciate yeah. you hanging out, too, because I know I was running a little late. Uh, no, it's all good. It's uh, yeah. always a good time with you guys, and uh, you're the last stop of the night. So after this, it's uh, hotel bound and hit it again tomorrow. Waffles in the morning, baby. Yeah. That's there. it. Well, they, they've kind of closed the buffet anyways. Oh, yeah. They don't put buffets out yeah. at hotels anymore, do they? Yeah, no, it's uh, you know, prices have gone up a little bit. I've noticed too. At least, probably at least the weekends. I tried to. I was booking a hotel for a wife, and I'm taking because Chinese New Year starts this week. Actually, I always we always go somewhere, so we're just right. taking a weekend to Tampa. Ooh. But uh, you're gonna go to that Grand Cathedral place? Everybody's talking no, about. No, when we take these trips, she doesn't like me to include cigars. Oh, thing, that so. sucks. I waste cigars when we go somewhere. So. Yeah, you're going to Tampa. Yeah, we're staying at Rocky Point. Cigar City. Yeah, how do you go to the Cigar City and not stop at a cigar shop? I'm sure we end up at one. I just can't plan it. Oh. Oh, look. Oh, look, honey. This oh, used to be a church. We should go in there. Hey, let's go here Sunday morning for church. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. It's a cigar oh, it's store. it's a cigar place. Oh, oh my. I, well, let's sit down. <laughs> right. Let's have a cigar. Let's you pray really a little. Like get some pray prayer. Let's get some you know, I feel holy being here. <laughs> they have leaves. It, it looks pretty leave. cool. That's a pretty cool concept. Whoever bought that place, that's pretty badass. Yeah, it's definitely something new and different. Right. And, uh, Bring some more cigar smokers in and, and uh, yeah. hopefully, uh, yeah, do good things. Do Sweet Pea has blessed it. She went there this past weekend. Oh, yeah. I know. So I've seen a few posts from she gave a lot a, of people. She gave it a good review. It looks really cool. I totally want to go. But now if I oh. go to Tampa, I'm, I have to let John know. Because every time I, he hears that I'm there, he's oh. like, you son of a bitch. Exactly. You didn't say you anything. Didn't tell me. But you know, no, we've got to go do the JC Newman tour. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you guys that. should come do that. It would be oh, cool exactly. to even take the boys to that too. Yeah. You know? Oh. Think they get a kick out of that. No, that'd I mean, be real cool. Yeah, I'd love to have you guys over there. Yeah, I mean, Abe's uh, taking Abe, his kids to Padron. Yeah, but to Padron, I just saw that, right? <laughs> so I figured Fuente's better. Fuck that. Oh. <laughs> Only if Carlito gives a tour. Because <laughs> right. I think somebody named Padron did show him around at the Padron Yeah, place, yeah, so. that's usually how it works. Right. Especially when your name's Abe. Abe. <laughs> that's right. Because you know why? <laughs> He's the best. Yeah, just not the greatest. I'm going to say that every time oh, you fucking throw the you. best. That's right, goddammit. All right, this has been episode 159. 159. Uh, you want to say what cigar we're doing the Patreon again? Uh, yeah, we're going to do the Romeo E. Julieta Reserva Real in Nicaragua. Number one on Cigar and Spirit Magazine, I was told. And you're going to smoke the broken one. Oh, well, yeah. It's very excited words. for you. All right, John, thank you again for sitting in, buddy. Thanks right. for having me. Thanks, All right, man. guys, bye. Bye. A Cigar Hustlers podcast, its owners and its sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guest. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Mike Stepankevich, with any feedback or suggestions that you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience. This has been a Cigar Hustlers podcast, a Mike and Mike production. Be sure to listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. for all new episodes. Hi, I'm doing. I'm Husto Iroa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just don't have to do a single uh, single podcast ever again. Perfect. Ever. I'm good, Mike and Mike. How are you guys doing? <laughs> the Hojo de Hojo. It's the Hojo. <laughs> the moderator. You didn't even let him fuck it up all the way. <laughs>
Uh, I can get past Ojo. I don't even have to try to hit He's the record. Gonna try. We're gonna we're gonna cover a lot of ground here, Mike. All right. Try to keep up. That's a sign of a good podcast. Maybe like <laughs> four cigars when I walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. End this. Mike, 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 Mike,